Hey everyone, it's Jodie here and I just wanted to remind you that we're halfway through our November promotion and the response so far has been amazing. The ultimate confidence course for women will be closing for an upgrade. So we really want you to take advantage of our November promotion as soon as possible. Just enter promo code NOV20 at the checkout and you'll get an additional $100 off our course plus coaching package. You'll get access to the current course plus the updated version when we launch it next year and so much more. So if you're ready to take your confidence to the next level and start 2021 on a high, then don't miss out. Just head to the course page at risewomen.com to take advantage of this offer. Welcome to the Secrets of Confident Women podcast, where you'll learn all the best tips, tricks and practical techniques for building the confidence levels you've always wanted. With inspiring interviews, real-life examples, and game-changing insights, this podcast is for women who know that mastering the skill of confidence is one of the most important things they'll ever do. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Secrets of Confident Women. For those of you new to the podcast today, my name is Jodie Bruce-Clark. I'm an author, a speaker, a confidence coach, and together with my business partner, the amazing Anastasia Adams, We run Rise Women, which is a business dedicated to helping women learn practical confidence building techniques so that they can increase their confidence and do the amazing things they want to do in their lives. Now, today we have a really special guest that I just know we are going to learn so much from. Hayley Cooper is a personal fashion stylist based in Sydney and she helps both women and men develop their personal style, boost their confidence, shop smartly and build a wearable wardrobe that works for their personal and professional lives. With over 10 years of styling experience and a professional fashion business and styling education, Haley supports clients in all walks of life to build a wardrobe that enables them to feel their best every single day. She helps clients achieve confidence with their style through personal shopping sessions, wardrobe consultations and personalised virtual styling sessions. She's incredibly passionate about providing fun, feel-good sessions, helping clients to develop a personal style and you know, learn what works best for their image and their lifestyle and to feel their most confident version of themselves in any life situation, which is what we all want. Now, when I came across Haley's business and looked at her website, it really spoke of how she helps build women's confidence. And because that's what we're all about, I knew I wanted to interview Haley for our podcast. So hang on to your hats because Haley is here today to help us clear out our biggest fashion mistakes and feel amazing. Haley Cooper, welcome to the Secrets of Confident Women podcast. Hey Jodie, thank you for welcoming me in. Thanks for having me. Yes, great. I know this is a topic that I know so many listeners and so many women deal with. We, we sort of sometimes fall into a style or we th- life changes or we go back to work or we have to you know do new things and we have to find that style that sort of works for us as well as sort of maybe being a little bit on trend <laughs> yeah <absolutely. laughs> and feeling like we we fit in the in the current time so um so I'm th- sure we're going to learn lots of information from you today so so tell us a bit a little little bit about yourself and your business okay 
Well, you recapped it pretty well there yeah. in the introduction. Um, but basically, I'm a personal stylist here in Sydney. So I do face-to-face sessions and also virtual sessions with people who are outside of Sydney. Um, I started this business 10 years ago. So basically, I studied a fashion business course, yep. but applied to the fashion industry. Yeah. And started out doing a heap of assisting work in editorial, commercial, e-commerce, all of that kind of scope of things. And I just wasn't that interested in that area. So I knew that I wanted to work with people and I wanted to be able to have a fun time and give them a fun experience and be a mix of, I guess, educational and inspirational, but almost like someone to guide in a professional sense, um, someone along their journey. Yeah, right. Without the mental strain that might come with some other professions that might do that. Um, (laughs) So it was either this or it was maybe being a a physio or something. Oh, okay. Um, So it was a very different kind of scope, but I knew I wanted to work with people. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I I did the studies, did the work in those sorts of areas of styling, wasn't into that area of styling at all. Um, Then went into doing some marketing for a, a digital fashion kind of agency. Um, and started to do personal styling on the side. So that was back in 2010. So it's, yeah, 10 years this year. Yes. And um, and then in 2013, personal styling became my full-time job. Awesome. It's such yeah, a journey it. how we get to these sort of places where we, we do find our real niche area and where we, where we sort of fit. It's always a bit of a stepping stone, you know, stepping really stones is. across, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. And, and taking the time to experiment and see where yeah, like where you're suited and where you want to be yeah. is really important. And what really calls to you? I know, it's so, you know, I've worked with women and coached women before. And they start something and they go into an industry or something, you know, where they think that it's going to, you know, they f- think that that's where it fits and where they fit. And then they realise it maybe is different or another part of that industry calls to them or, you know, they're more inspired by it. So it's really taking, you know, taking those right-hand turns when you when you feel you need to. Yep, yep, and being able to do it too. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yes, getting the, that confidence and belief to go, I'm going to just back myself here and, and go for it. So yep. what, does, <laughs> what does from you personally, what does confidence or being a confident woman mean to you? To me personally, it's it's feeling sure of yourself mm. and your values yeah. and being able to live a full life yeah. um, and being able to adjust and adapt when things don't go to plan yes. um, or when you, <laughs> which they when never, you feel like. Which is often. <laughs> always. Um, or when they feel like they lose a bit of direction or, um, yeah, when things feel like they're going off track a little bit, it's having that confidence in yourself that allows you to help yourself through any situation, particularly the ups and downs that we are literally thrown every day. Yeah. Um, so to me, that's what that's yeah. what I'm aiming for. Yeah, absolutely. And that's very much you know what we talk about. We talk about confidence being you know the the that that feeling that you can handle anything that comes your way. So yeah. you know it's not all oh who can you know shake hands in a meeting room and who can present in front of people, which is where we often you know some people often sort of get caught in. Oh well confidence gives you that but really that baseline that foundation which we talk about of confidence is really that just you know whatever life throws at me all the ups and downs which are pretty much a given um mm-hmm. you know we, I can handle anything just being having that belief in yourself so awesome and what do, yeah. when are you the most confident version of yourself strangely when I'm working yes so I'm actually... no that's not strange at all <laughs> it's not 
<laughs> well, I'm naturally quite introverted. So in a social situation, I might. Are you? I feel like I lack a bit of confidence in some social situations. Okay. Yeah. Right. So it's really, it's really funny because then as soon as I'm working, I'm so confident in my business and the service that I provide to yes. my clients and yep. I get great feedback from them. Yeah. Um, so when they leave a review on Google or they send me a text or yep. an email and it's this crazy rush of like a, a confidence boost yeah. in my job setting. Um, and I think that just grows continually. Yeah. And it's such a fun area of my life that I love it. Yeah. So that's when I feel most confident. So in your introvert in more social, you feel like that's, that's, you know, an area where you're not as confident in. Yeah. Yeah. Which is strange because I work with people every day, right. different people every day. Awesome. Well, we um, might have to explore that through. Yeah. I didn't know because I'm actually looking to, I've been trying to find someone to interview who identifies as a confident woman and an introvert because I am an extrovert. So I can't yeah. speak about the introvert side of life, <laughs> but um, we might try and build some of those questions in for you today. But anyway, we'll see how we go. With, but yeah, what we want to really get funny. out, we really want to talk to you about personal styling. So, yes. and get your tips and tricks of you as an expert in this area. So when it comes to personal styling what other reoccurring issues that you see affect women's confidence levels there's a lot of low confidence associated to bodies um, yes. I find that's the biggest thing that oh, most is. of my clients have yeah yeah so it's um often people have areas of their body that they just don't love so whether yep. it's something that's changed over time or maybe they've had um, a medical situation and something right. has changed from a physical sense as well yes so yeah. they want to hide these things um, yeah. so we work to improve that perception of yep. we need to hide this rather than simply covering it up with a piece of clothing yeah right so it's kind of working through an insecurity of maybe I don't like my upper arms or yeah. my lower tummy or whatever it might be um, and working with that rather than just saying okay well let's just cover it yeah so that's important. So how do you um, work also... with that? How do you work with them with, with that? Is is it helping them to see that body part differently or just find styles that really could flatter that area more rather than, as you say, just covering covering A everything up? Both. A mix of the two. So it's, yes, finding things that are flattering to that particular client and that particular area of their body Yeah. or yeah, making them feel like it's okay, like it's, it's not a big deal. Yeah. It's, you know, I think a lot of the time we kind of think, um, my friend, for example, she's just had a, a cesarean and right. she said, I really don't like this lower part of my, my stomach. Yeah. And she said, but I also know that I'm not the only woman in the world yes. that has this. <laughs> sure. So it's like, yeah, Surely not. very true. <laughs> We've got that. <laughs> yeah. exactly. so I think there's a lot of, um, of common areas of our bodies that we don't love so much. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, it's, okay. and we get to that point where I think, um, we, when we look in the mirror, if we, let's say, don't like our upper arms or our thighs or something, that's all we sort of, don't you think the eye is drawn to that? So sometimes yeah. it's so much more significant to us as the individual. And, but whereas other people don't, don't even see it, then they're looking at you as the whole or, or talking to you. So they're looking at your face. They're not really focused on, on these body parts that we sort of tend to 
be, you know, maybe more critical of ourselves in the mirror and um, yep. and seeing them as, you know, much more important or much more significant than they actually really are. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think we can all just get out of our head a little bit there. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes. Yes, in many areas. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think there's, there's also a lot of self-doubt when it comes to choosing what to wear too. So yeah. a lot of the time clients are living with this wardrobe that no longer works for their body shape yes. or their lifestyle or yeah. there's a lot of uncertainty on what feels feels good to wear when they're shopping yeah um so it all just becomes simply too hard and overwhelming yeah. and then those negative thoughts kick in of oh I can't wear that or that won't look good on me or people that think this when I'm going to work yes. showing up in this outfit or yeah. whatever it might be Oh, that voice in our head that just talks consistently, <laughs> that just <Yes>. never <laughs> shuts up. Actually, I was just yep. literally in a change room uh, on the on the weekend and there was a lady across from me and I could hear her talking to her daughter, you know, like yeah. a, probably 10 years old. And the daughter was obviously getting restless going, come on, mum, you know, as they do, like, like wanting, <laughs> you know. And she's like, she was saying to the, she was saying to the daughter, just wait, darling. Mummy has to try to get trendy. <laughs> so she was, oh, try- no. <laughs> she was in there trying on things. And luck, it was so great because the sales girl was just fabulous and she was bringing in stuff that probably this woman wouldn't have necessarily picked up off the off the rack, you know. But, yeah. you know, she was bringing stuff in and really helping and, and you know, so this I could hear, you know, what was happening sort of this woman was like, oh, my God, I would never have chosen that but I love it, you know. So you know, I think it's that sort of coming out of your your safe zone as well, just trying to, to – And having a great saleswoman is always very good that can – they know their stock and they know sort of how to how to help you as well and maybe give you a different colour that you've never worn. So is that the sort – when you're, you know, working one-on-one with a client, is that really how you try to help as well, to give them that sort of confidence to just try something that's – maybe a little bit out of their comfort zone and those sorts of things. Yep, definitely. That's um, that's part of the main purpose of the shopping. It's yeah. less about actually buying the pieces or feeling a pressure to purchase. Most most time people do um, obviously purchase things, right. but yeah. it's more so about the experimenting and seeing what works with their particular body shape and their particular proportions and colouring and yeah. chatting through all of those things when we're in the change room. Yeah. Um, and of course, not everything that I give to a client they will love. No, that's completely normal. So yeah. then we talk through why not? Is yes. it the fabric? Is it the fit? How it feels on your body? Is it yeah. like what's going on? Um, so then we can make a better direction going going forward. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I know that because I've always uh, and I love the, I love dresses with frills, but I just I look like Bo Peep in one of those dresses mm-hmm. so it's so funny yeah. when, and I've always got a sometimes a sales girl standing there going oh my god that looks amazing because you know I'm just <laughs> under six foot and I I can carry off a frill pretty well but it just I just don't feel comfortable in frills like I'm so yeah it's yep. finding that that what's you know what's sort of the client loves as well but really fits with their their personal you know how they I don't want to feel like Bo Peep yes exactly <laughs> Feelings are important. Might look good, the main just, part. I don't, if I don't feel comfortable, or I knew, I know that I'd never wear, you know, never wear that dress or whatever. There's no point in buying it. Absolutely. Oh, good. <laughs> it makes complete sense. I know. I know. So, as a personal stylist, you say you're in the profession of building confidence. So, can you give us an example or a time that you've helped a client really achieve achieve that? Okay. There's not one particular situation. Um, but every single client that I have definitely gets a confidence yeah, boost after sure. their session. I would imagine. So it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's a combination of 
having a fun time during the session. Yeah. But equally being educated on exactly what works for them and why. Yeah. And how those pieces fit into their lifestyle. Yeah. So obviously if they're fitting into their lifestyle, they're pulling them out of their wardrobe, they're wearing them, they're becoming more confident and comfortable in the pieces that are new to them. Um, So it's kind of moving out of the comfort zone but still allowing them to feel like themselves. Yeah. So I notice overall the biggest confidence boost are in clients who are new mums, people who are turning, yeah, a lot of new mums, people who are turning a milestone age. Right. Um, So a lot of 50th birthdays, 40ths, um, or people who are going from late 20s into early 30s and they feel like they don't want to, they don't really know where to shop. It's kind of like I don't really want to dress like a teenager, but I'm also not at the stage of dressing older either. Yes, yeah. Um, And also people who are advancing in their career too. So Right, yeah. Quite a mix. Yes. And that's that's that thing because you you get used to a certain – you know, the shops that you know, the styles that yeah. suit you, whatever. So, yeah, when you go through a, some that sort of life change or, or go into it, that, that different age group, it is about finding those sort of different shops that, that you know, maybe you've never been into before, <laughs> really, yeah. isn't it? And yeah, finding what, what sort of style style that is. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting because there's so much available, more so now than there was even five years ago. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, yeah, it's knowing where to go, what to look for yeah, and allowing yourself to feel comfortable enough to experiment. Yeah. And I think even when you're doing your grocery shopping and maybe you've walked past a retailer that is in your local grocery store and maybe there's something on the mannequin that you like that catches your eyes. So maybe it's a print or a color or a texture um, or maybe it's a strange skirt that you haven't seen before. Yeah, And then just taking five minutes to go in and just try something on yeah. that is different. Yeah. doesn't mean you have to buy it or like it, just something. Yeah. And then it just starts to grow your confidence in being able to experiment, which then helps you be able to purchase and make decisions later on. Yeah, because it always looks different on the mannequin. <laughs> it definitely does. And mannequins don't move too, so that's, that's really something to test, yes. how it actually moves with you. Yeah, different fabrics and everything. Oh, I know, I know. And I do that a lot. And actually some of my like long-term, you know, favourite, favourite dresses are ones that were sort of nothing, not that I would have picked off the rack and that like the the work dress that I, you know, always wear and I always wear for presentations. I was trying to find a red dress for it for because that's our colour obviously. And uh, and actually a lady, a sales lady, someone, she bought in this dress and I would never have picked it off the rack and now, you know, I've had it for years and years and it's that favourite. So it is that building, it's getting that person to help you, you know, pick something that maybe you wouldn't be picking. It's really that stepping out of the comfort zone to go just try, get into the change room and, and give things a go. Yeah, and it's such a simple thing to do too. It's not difficult or even time-consuming sometimes. No, although I do, especially when I'm taking my my teenage daughter shopping, I'm always like, right, we're trying on clothes, wear slip-on shoes and a good bra, and like, yeah. if I'm going to the, <laughs> if I am going to, you know, purchase clothes, I make sure I've got and she's got on easy to get in and out of clothes because there's nothing worse than having to be in a change room taking off thirty thousand layers and scarves and all the rest of it and getting your earrings yep. caught so yeah having a little bit of right it's time to time to get in and and try a few things on but you want to make it easy for yourself and and have that good bra that's works yes essentials <laughs> essentials 
So what do you – going back to like for the workplace, we've got a lot of listeners that are in that sort of workplace or corporate situations. What is something from a stylist point of view that women should consider when picking out outfits for like that workplace or corporate um, environment? Okay, I think from – there's two perspectives. So one from a practical perspective. So considering the, your role, what you actually do – if you're walking to and from meetings, are you running presentations? Are you yes. customer facing or client facing? Yeah. Are you working with children? Um, understanding what's required from your clothing to move comfortably about your day yeah. is really important because yeah. if you're comfortable, you're going to feel instantly better about what you're wearing. Yeah. Oh, there's nothing and, worse than a than something that just doesn't fit right that you're pulling yeah. out all day. It's sort of frustrating as hell isn't it so frustrating like a pencil skirt or yes. uncomfortable shoes yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> or that but, bad bra that so I also think from a work perspective it's really important to consider how you want to feel at work yeah so for example I have a client who's a GP and she mentioned to me in her styling questionnaire before we met she said I don't want to feel too pretty at work but I don't want to feel unapproachable either oh okay so I thought that was really interesting yes. so I asked her more about it when we met and she said that she still wants to be comfortable, so she works with yeah, children. She wants to be comfortable and able to kind of bend down and, yeah. and be comfy and yeah. and all those things. And she wants to look professional and respected as well. Yes. So she doesn't want to look standoffish and, and harsh, especially yes. in a kid situation. Yeah, a, yeah absolutely. Um, but she's quite young, so she feels like she needs to dress more professionally than some of the older staff that she works oh, with. Oh, okay. And so it was a, it was a really funny balance I guess when we were looking for pieces for her yeah um and there's nothing wrong with her thinking that she needs to dress more professionally or she needs to dress a certain way no. at work I think I think that's fine because it was the core of that thought was how she wanted to feel yeah and she wanted to feel in place and she wanted to feel yeah not too pretty not yes. standoffish yeah a good balance absolutely so that was interesting yeah and I'll tell you, my mother used to always say, as, and I think it's, I think I wrote this in my book or anyway, it's somewhere that, yeah. um, and I've said it quite a few times over the years, is my mother used to always say to me as, you know, like a late teen, early 20s something, she said, Jodie, you always dress for your next position. So oh, I was one. this, there was this always this thing of like, if I wanted to be in management, you've got to dress to like, to look like. You know, and maybe even if you wear a uniform, it's like the way you do your hair and the way you feel because then when you do apply for that role, people can see you already in that role. And that but you also you're also dressing to be to be in that in that role. So I used to always that was like my lifetime principle rule that I followed. <laughs> I was I always that. dressing for my next position. So I yeah. was seen as that before I'd even be applying for that you know How so interesting. yeah so it, but it is it's just the same thing as what you were just saying about the workplace it's like maybe this this she's a young gp but that feeling like she's dressed a bit more professional maybe helps her mindset too to really and her confidence to just be in that you know i, I i'm worth being here i am a doctor you know rather than that older older gp type person who is more mm -hmm. entrenched in that in that profession and been there longer? But maybe it's that mindset thing that also helps her. Yeah, I think so. That makes complete sense. Yeah, quite cool actually, because everyone has this different perception of how they want to feel at work. Yeah. Um, 
and I think even for myself, so when I have, I work with so many different clients that some are corporate. So yes. I'll dress a little bit differently when I'm with a corporate client yes, from of course. a yep. high-end banking yeah. industry compared yes. to how I might dress with somebody who's finished uni yes. and now they're going into their first role. Yeah, um, absolutely. It makes such so, a yeah. difference. I do the same with presentations. If I'm presenting in a you know really corporate world, whereas if I'm presenting to maybe a women's network or um, I'm doing a presentation in, in a couple of weeks for um, some women, like women who have escaped domestic violence. So you know, okay. I wouldn't turn up with a corporate suit to that type of thing. So even I've yeah. even I've been thinking about that. Like, what am I going to wear? Because it is so I think so important to have that consideration to be, you know, dressed appropriately for that, for the situation and for your audience, as like you were saying, with it is, yeah, it is making that effort to be, to consider what, you know, who you're speaking to and who you're working with. Yeah, I think it's a nice effort to put into. Absolutely. Yeah, it's important. It's important. Yeah, and so I agree. What, what do you, what's the tip then for, what should we consider when picking out more casual outfits away from the office or the workplace type situation? I guess a little bit of a similar kind of approach. So considering our realistic lifestyle and not a fantasy one. So thinking about (laughs) how much time we actually spend hanging out at home or doing errands or playing at the park with the kids or going on a day of exploring or um, family functions and, and things like that. Sometimes I see a lot of wardrobes that have all of these dressy pieces that would be so suited to wearing to weddings or to a fancy ballet thing or I don't know something really dressy yes um but we go to that we go to very rarely (laughs) exactly they're such a small percentage of most people's lives yeah um so dressing for lifestyle and for comfort is really important and you can still look good in casual clothes casual doesn't mean forgotten or sloppy um yes these are the clothes that we spend so much time in so we should make an effort to choose good ones that we enjoy we feel yeah I know I always laugh we used to laugh with my girlfriend watching growing up watching sex in the city as we all did and seeing you know (laughs) even in the I think I watched we watched the sex of the city movie a couple of months ago and you know the final scene she's you know Jessica's Sarah Jessica Parker's lying in the you know on the lounge they're watching tv and she's in some amazing you know probably Versace ball gowny type you know I mean she looks amazing but she's sitting at home watching tv I mean that's just not realistic for the rest of us (laughs) no no not at all (laughs) I'm washing dishes in my in my you know best outfit so um it's so important too, even if you're just out and about or at shop the shops or do it whatever, to still feel good about yourself, you know. It's that change yeah. of change of perception. To just be I respect who I, I respect myself to wanna to feel good wherever yep, I'm wherever I'm going. And that's most important rather than yeah. looking good it's Yeah. Honestly how we feel. Feeling, yeah. And still comfortable. You don't have to be yeah tied up to the nines but you just that comfortable but you still feel like if you ran into somebody it's not going to be the end of the world <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly what we're going good for. <laughs> good okay all right so what's the number one thing that you teach your clients about personal styling that you know will increase their confidence every time um I think that it's taking the time to understand what items work best for you yeah so once people have clarity on what items are best for them then it's so much easier to simply put an outfit on and leave yeah. rather than get dressed into something that is is fine and then you need to consider it and you have all of these kind of thoughts in your head before you even leave the house. Yes. Um, these negative thoughts that pop up and, and they halt our confidence yeah, right away. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. 
so it's kind of stopped. Um, it's kind of halted a little bit when you've already got a mix of things that work for that you work, that you yeah. like to wear. Yeah. And that makes it so much easier to put together your outfits. Um, I think confidence plays such a big part in how an outfit looks once it's on you. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, taking the time to know how to shop for things that work for you or even use the items in your wardrobe that are yeah. your better choices. Yeah. Um, and how to make the the most of each individual piece. So if it's a linen shirt, for example, which often are quite big and spacious and a little bit frumpy, yes. it might be knowing how to roll the sleeves on that and tuck it yeah. in a certain way yeah. to make the most of that individual piece Yeah. so that your whole outfit looks better and you feel good. Yeah. So the little, the little tips because, yeah, it's like I love myself a scarf. I do love a scarf. So I can actually yeah. turn quite a plain, you know, outfit into something – okay like I can be around the house or doing what I'm doing but then all I need to do is put a scarf and earrings on and it sort of transforms it into my kids are always going not another scarf mum I'm like I love it. <laughs> I love a scarf but yeah those things that you can just little tips that you can do like you're saying roll the cuff of something or um, put a scarf on or just do you know do something to it tie it on, into a knot on the side or whatever it just transforms that that outfit yeah it's um it's important. It's little styling adjustments that basically give us a bit more certainty in styling an outfit properly yeah. or better than if we were to just throw things on. Yeah. And sometimes I often go in because I've, I've often made the mistake myself, just I buy one piece, a skirt or something, and it just does not work with anything else in my oh, no. wardrobe. <laughs> so sometimes yeah. I like would actually go and try and actually buy, buy like a full outfit together do you sometimes like try to get that that as well to say let's get the top that will match that rather than going home with a skirt that you love but you don't actually have a top that you know is the right length or sits right with that a little bit it's more we would normally focus more on getting solid basics first right yeah yeah so that when we add those more interesting additions in then they've already got a place yeah rather than having to buy the whole outfit I think that's really interesting when it's maybe like a set there's a couple of good sets around last year and and this year it's kind of continued like matching tops and skirts or matching tops with pants yeah right. and I think they can be really useful because they can be worn together but then as long as those pieces can be worn with other items individually easily yeah yeah then that makes sense and that's a really good way to shop yeah yeah awesome but ideally having some easy to wear tops and easy to mix and match shoes would be would be really useful yeah Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So what's a practical way women can become more confident in styling their own outfits? What are your tips? So normally I would say to a client, if we're in their wardrobe, choose five items for the week that they want to wear. So maybe it's a dress, a pair of pants, a skirt, a jacket, a pair of shorts, Yes. five totally different items, and then create an entire outfit around each of those items individually. Yeah, right. And it doesn't take long. It can be a 10-minute thing yeah. on a Sunday night. Yeah, to and get yourself ready for the week, especially if you're up early trying to get out of the house with yep, kids' exactly. lunches and <laughs> trains yep. running late and it pouring rain things. or something. Yeah, so it's all <laughs> planned out. Of, yeah, more planned out. It's yeah. more thoughtful. And then once you've worn those pieces, um, take a photo on your phone and oh, then start to create idea. yeah start to create a collection of outfits that you know you felt good in yes and then save them to an outfits album on your phone 
and then by the end of the month you should end up with oh, a collection of outfits that, that's a you know, great idea absolutely so when you're in a rush or it's whatever you go what does what what looks good with this you just go back to your your styling folder and you exactly. can see the pieces all put together yeah it's so useful that such a good thing to do yes it's kind of like having a a set of ready to go, ready to go template yeah. outfits. Yeah, um, the same way as we would plan anything else in our week, really. Yes, so really useful. Yeah, and then I think it's also important to note that you should have some good layering options. Yeah, particularly for those transseasonal bits of weather. So yes. a denim jacket, a lightweight blazer. Yeah, um, some pieces that would just be easy throw-on additions. Yeah, so you don't have to factor those in as, as clearly. The outfits. Yeah, you can just put it yeah, into your wardrobe. Put a top. Yeah. put a jacket over or or a scarf. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, or a scarf. <laughs> I love the scarf. Yes. Oh, okay. What about so? How can women build their confidence with their personal style? I think that the same kind of thing goes as what you were saying in your podcast um, previously. That confidence requires work, and that it's yeah. a skill that needs to be developed. Absolutely. I think the same goes from a styling perspective. Yeah. It's it's not just a do a styling session and have everything sorted forever no it's a continual process so it's mentally considering your wardrobe how you feel in certain outfits or about certain items and why and understanding what items work best for you and why yeah and not just from an image base but from a a comfort and lifestyle perspective too yeah Yeah. um and really recognizing shopping habits that are not helpful That's oh, I've often got a few of those. an issue. <laughs> I think everyone <laughs> does. Um, and regularly decluttering our wardrobe. So generally at the end of each season, so at the end oh, of yes. spring, for example, um, or maybe you might do spring and summer, anything that you didn't wear, you can just get rid of. Oh, Hayley, I have no such have a problem doing that one. I know. Really? I, yes. I don't know. I hang on and I think, oh, I didn't wear it this season. Maybe I'll wear it next. And I've put it into the I've changed my wardrobe over and you know vacuum seal all the the last season's clothes and then I do I've got them out again and then the next season I I just don't know why it's just letting letting some things go that if I didn't wear it one season I don't know why I think that maybe I'll wear it another (laughs) another season or five seasons from now it'll still be (laughs) suitable (laughs) but I do have a bit of a problem with that trying to trying to give it up but I know it works and clears out that wardrobe and as you say, gets the clutter out that stuff you're just looking at going, oh, I just will probably never wear that again. Yeah, they're just taking up space. I think um, I think once they're gone, you forget about them yes. much more quickly yes. than if they were just in another room. <laughs> That's true. Um, but I do think that it's, if anything is sentimental, and this can be a little bit awkward sometimes when we're doing wardrobe consults, so I always have to remind myself to ask if anything is sentimental in the wardrobe. Um, oh, Okay. Because often I'll say, oh, I think this can go and, and say the reasons why. And, and oh. someone says, oh, that was the dress that I such and such did or, or whatever oh, it might okay. be. And I think, oh, no. Okay. That's what so I was wearing when he proposed or something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So God, I, don't I have always any try and ask. <laughs> and then if there is anything sentimental that people have in their wardrobes, yeah. I think it's nice to keep those things, just take them into a different space. Yes, put them at, yeah, they're not in your, yeah. in your movable wa- working wardrobe. They're exactly. They're at the end or in a, in a, in a box or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For a, keep, a keepsake box, not in your, in your main part of the wardrobe. Yeah, which is a much better use. Yes. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I've never, I never even thought about sentimental 
pieces like that. But I suppose people do. Although I still probably have do have a few dresses. Again, they're probably that, you know, that one formal dress that actually I still do have my formal dresses from when I'm I was a teenager. I can't part with them, so I don't know what I'm so gonna do with things. them. Yes. Yeah. They're, but they're 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 vacuum sealed at the top of the cupboard. So they're out. Of oh well that's my good. Dress. So you're not seeing I've still them got my day. wedding dress fifteen <laughs> years later, but again, I'm not sure what I'm gonna do with it. But it does feel funny to um to throw it out. But uh, now, have you ever? Here's a little funny question for you. Have you ever had a personal styling epic fail, or you've seen a personal styling epic fail? <laughs> I have one of my own. Do you? Um, oh, I good. do. So, when I was studying at college, so this is probably eleven or twelve years ago. Yes. I interned at Dolly Magazine. Oh. And I was in college and I wore stilettos on my first day of the internship. <gasps> oh, wow. Because I thought that's what you did. I thought, Especially you know, for fashion Dolly college. Yeah, it, for sure. You know, it, it made sense That would to make me. sense to me, yes. But- and um, it was one of my first internships ever and we had a photo shoot that day, which I didn't know about. And at that time I had never been on a photo shoot set, so I had oh no idea how fast-paced and non-glamorous they actually oh were. Oh, my goodness. Um, and the fashion editor gave me a pair of rubber thongs <laughs> and I felt the worst. It was horrible. <laughs> and they were yellow. Oh, no. Um, so you could run around set getting it all. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah okay. You yeah. win. That's an epic fail. Yeah. <laughs> that was not nice at Did you all, ever? So I was not. But you learnt. You learnt the lesson. Well, yeah, I guess that's not dressing for a realistic lifestyle in that situation. No. (laughs) And is there any what is there any past fashion trend that you hope never ever returns? Um, Fashion trends, no particular one, but I think that anything that has fabric that is super clingy and see through because it's so clingy, yes, is never a good look. So I would just love if that never existed on anything ever. Yes. Although, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you might be too young to have ever existed in the 80s, but there's a few epi- there's a few fashion trends from that era that should never, ever return. <laughs> yes, I think that's what comes to mind. I had the glow, I had the glow um, choose life shirt. So that was, yeah. yeah, that was, you know, that photo still regularly comes out going, oh, my goodness, my daughter's, my 13-year-old daughter's like just, a, you know, her eyes are big with, oh, my goodness, mum, what the hell were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Yeah, so many things. Oh, there's nothing like the 80s. All right, my final, <laughs> well, I'm going to give you our quick, short answer, final Rise Women Power questions. Okay. What do you wish every woman knew? That we can do absolutely anything we want. Yes. Oh, good one. Yeah. We can. So I wish everyone knew that. That would be a good, would, wouldn't the world be a different place if that's what everyone, we all these women knew? It sure uh, would be. What yeah. is your superpower, Haley? Um, getting stuff done in a nice way. Oh, okay. Yes. So I, I'm quite efficient, but I'm very nice. I'm getting people just to do do what needs to needs to happen. Yes, probably because I'm introverted, as I mentioned. So oh. there's not a whole lot of people in my scope of life. So there you go. <laughs> that probably helps. Awesome. And what about heels or flats? This is our funny little. Uh-huh. I would say a low heel. That's what I wear for work all the time, right. and I'm really comfy in that. Yeah. Okay. And it's funny, we have to have, those, like I'm, as I said, nearly six foot, so heels have to be, I can't wear this, you know, the three-inch heels. So yeah. it's um, it's finding the, the right heel that you feel comfortable in too, isn't it? The, the, yeah. the height of a heel that 
yeah, if I'm in a three inch, I just I feel so conscious of my height the whole night. I just can't do it. So I agree. And even thinking then from a practicality perspective too, particularly for work, it's um Yeah. Yeah. So so heavily about comfort with shoes, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Your favorite quote or rule to live by? Um Go with the flow, but remember you are in control. Oh, that's a I good like one. one. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And who inspired? Had a yoga teacher. Once, oh, sorry. Yeah, but said that. <laughs> oh, go with the flow. Yeah, yeah, I love I it. it. I love it. Who inspires you and why? My mum. She's oh, um, good. She's an awesome mum, and she's my best friend. So oh, when lovely. I was younger, we would spend so many hours in shopping centres, and we would watch those fashion shows that oh yeah the shopping centres would in put the on. centre yeah the centre court yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which now I work in. Yes, um, great. <laughs> and, yeah, I, w- I was so young and she was always just so, yeah, full of kindness and support. So oh, she's awesome. She's That's nice to know. And finish this sentence, last one for today. If you ever had more – if sorry, if you had even more confidence than you do now, you would? I would sing in front of people <gasps> even in a fun situation. Oh, so I cannot sing. I just no, don't. No, I can't either. <laughs> I wish I could but I can't. Yeah, you do. You even karaoke it. You haven't done. You wouldn't. Oh, I think we've done that twice ever. Oh. Um, but I get really nervous about it. Yeah. Even if we're in the car, I won't even sing with my partner in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. There's your challenge. <laughs> you got to start letting those letting those lungs come come to the top and bellow it out. I should. I should. I've started with a slight hum, and then he looks at me. <laughs> And I don't think he knows if I'm gonna, you know, start singing. Start or not. breaking into yeah, <laughs> breaking into song. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Well, th- Haley, thank you so much. That was full of such good tips. I think it's so important that we as women are are conscious of style, conscious about but you know, conscious about how clothes make us feel because it's, you know, our confidence, as you know, and as we've talked about today, really comes from the inside out and out that how we dress and how we feel and it makes such a difference to to how our our day goes, how we feel about ourselves. So thank you so much for giving us your words of wisdom and um, we'll put links to your to your webpage and everything on our on this the show notes for this episode so people can find you and get some more hot tips. Awesome. That sounds good. Thank you so much for having me. It's been really fun. Yeah, it's great. We've been loving doing the podcast, but we love getting these nuggets of gold out to our listeners and um, that all these little things help make um, our comfort, build our confidence. So thank you so much. You are very welcome. Thanks, Jodie. You're welcome. Now, we would love to hear from you to about, uh, from our listeners to about today's episode. So please, you can tag both Haley and Rise Women in any post that you share on your socials or message us direct. We'd love to hear how these episodes are making a difference to you and your confidence. And thank you to everyone for listening today and coming back each week to hear more of our episodes. We just love creating this podcast and we love all the amazing feedback we've received so keep it coming and please remember to share any of these episodes with other women in your life as it really helps us get our message out there and gets us closer to achieving our mission of making confidence every woman's new normal or you can head over to risewomen.com and look up all the resources and programs that we have that can help you build your confidence. So until next week, remember, with confidence, anything is possible. So bye for now. Bye.